عليه وسلم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا إذا قمتم إلى الصلاة فاغسلوا وجوهكم وأيديكم إلى المرافق وامسحوا برؤوسكم وأرجلكم إلى الكعبين Believers, when you're getting yourself ready for salah, then wash your face and wash your hands until the elbow and wash your feet. Then the ayah continues in Surah Al-Ma'idah that if you're traveling, you do this. If you can't find water, you do this. If you're sick, you do this. A few instructions. ما يريد الله ليجعل عليكم من حرج. Why is it so strict and complicated? This is just one instructions out of all the instructions that Allah gives us. Think of any instruction. Some people might think, why is it complicated? Why is it so strict? Either one of these questions. No, no, no. ما يريد الله ليجعل عليكم من حرج. Allah, the intention of Allah is not at all. مَا يُرِيدُ Not at all. To give, you, to give you any sort of hardship, inconvenience, discomfort of any kind. Now, if you've ever made wudu outdoors in the winter, you know it's bad news. Because you get so frozen in your hands. And my hands get cold very quickly. So I know what it's like. Allah says, Allah, the intention of Allah is not at all to give you any kind of discomfort. طيب, so why do I have to do this every time I go for salah? And if you're outdoors and it's cold, you got to wear you know, your big jacket. And let's say you're out for some picnic or some camping trip or whatever it is, you're out for, for multiple salah. Salah comes, you have to make wudu. The next salah comes, you have to make wudu again and it's cold. It's frustrating. You have to take your jacket off to go all the way to the elbow. Right? So those questions might come. وَلَكِنْ يُرِيدُ لِيُطَهِرَكُمْ وَلِيُتِمَّ نِعْمَتَهُ عَلَيْكُمْ Rather, Allah wants to purify you and to fulfill His blessing upon you. وَلَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ And so that you may be thankful and grateful. Like I always give this example. A basketball game, a soccer game that you win doesn't taste as good if the team was so weak that it was easy to win, then a very challenging game, the challenging game where the score is even the whole way, the challenging game where the team had a very strong player stronger than anyone in your team, and you still won. That's a game that you will remember longer. That's a game where you taste the victory a lot more. Likewise goes with any struggle in life. We like to feel like we are accomplished. We like to feel like we are worth something. We want honor and dignity. We want to feel like we're worth a lot. And every single one of us in this room, Allah has given us a special gift. But that gift and that beauty and that honor doesn't come out until, just like if you find gold or if you find a diamond, 
it'll look like a stone until you rub it and clean it off to find that it's actually a diamond. Gold has to be put through the fire to purify it so that it becomes pure gold. Otherwise, it has all these other metals mixed with it. You have to put gold through the fire so that it shines as gold. So every single one of us who has a beautiful blessing that Allah has given us, that blessing will shine once you have to rub it or burn it and put it to the test. And all the instructions of Allah are something of that sort. But even for wudu, even the inconvenience that we just spoke about, making wudu when it's cold, even when you wake up in the morning in the winter, the house, the, the whole house is not as warm as during the summertime. So you wake up, you have to make wudu. Do you wait for the water to be, to be warm to make wudu? These are questions that, you know, this is inconvenience. Why does Allah make us go through this? Because it's part of a training that will help us to become the best that we can become. And so, naturally speaking, the next ayat, right after talking about this instruction, Allah tells us all the beautiful things that we can do with our life. He says, وَذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ وَمِيثَاقَهُ الَّذِي وَاثَقَكُمْ بِهِ إِذْ قُلْتُمْ سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا And remember the blessing of Allah upon you and the agreement and the pact that you have with Him. You have a potential that you can fulfill and Allah is giving you resources to fulfill that potential. Remember that agreement that you made with Him. أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدَ الرَّسُولُ اللَّهِ that you will fulfill that mission of worshipping only Allah and communicating to all the people around you the beauty of Islam and worshipping Allah alone and how to gain success through the worship of Allah alone. That pact and that agreement that Allah has with you, you will be able to fulfill it. You will be able to go through with it when you follow these instructions. These instructions, they might give you a hard time. They might give you some discomfort. They're part of that tarbiyah, bringing you up to fulfill that mission. Allah, That will only be the case if you are always mindful of Allah. In all your interactions to be mindful of Allah. In this context, we can understand that this means you remind yourself that all the instructions that you're given by Allah, they are to help you. So whenever you face any kind of struggle, you're ready to turn to Allah and you know that Allah put this on your way so that you become better. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu The next ayah goes, actually let me finish this one. Inna Allah alimun sudur. Allah knows what you feel. Anything inside your chest, Allah knows it. The next ayah. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kunu qawwamina bilqist shuhada'a kunu qawwamina lillah shuhada'a bilqist Stand firm for Allah and be witnesses to the truth. In other words, this this Tarbiyah that brings you up to be the, become a, a good person, a strong person, that Allah puts you through some struggle to become a good person, that will spread around you. You will be able to testify for justice all around you. You will be a, a, a good citizen, a good member of your society to help out the people of Plano, the people of North Dallas, the people of Texas, the people of America, and the people of the world to make the world a better society. Because you stand up for Allah and you stand up for justice. This is one of the features of Islam that many non-Muslims don't understand. They don't realize, they don't read up on history to find out that the Muslims always stood for justice even if it was against a Muslim. If a Christian and a Muslim came 
and the Christian was in the right, the Muslims, the judge, the Muslim judge would give the right to the Christian. There was no favoritism for Muslims over non-Muslims. And this is something that people don't always realize. All the things that, you see how the, it gradually, gradually goes up? Make wudu. Clean yourselves up. Every time you go for salah, you make wudu. All the way to what? All the way to being firm establishers of justice for society. When you go through, when you do the instructions of Allah, it makes you go through any kind of hardship, remind yourself. Allah has given me a gift that He has given nobody else in the world. Allah has given me a potential that He has given nobody else in the world. And I know I don't like that my hands are cold right now, or whatever difficulty you're going through, but this is part of a bigger plan, a bigger picture. When you have the bigger picture in mind, you become a stronger person. The weather is getting colder. So struggles are going to start happening. Students are going to start getting absent a little more because you get sick. So watch a few things that you can do to save your own health, to get yourself strong in your health. And this is what I'm going to talk about for the next few minutes. After this introduction, how can you make yourself strong in your health? How can you make yourself strong in your intellect? And how can you make yourself strong in your emotions? So how do you get your body to be strong and fit? Subhanallah. Islam gives us such a balanced way of life. A lot of people, non-Muslims, they, they see Islam as a religion. One of my family members who is not a Muslim, he asked me, how can you possibly believe one thing when you go to the mosque and believe something else when you're outside? And I didn't understand his question. Like, what I believe when I'm in the mosque is the same thing I believe when I'm outside the mosque. But in his mind, religion is religion. It's just religion by itself and it has weird things. And then the rest of life has nothing to do with religion. Nothing can be farther away from the truth about Islam. Islam is a complete way of life. And the instructions that you get are so true and so valuable. Listen to this. Modern day science has found out that your teeth health impacts the entire body. If your teeth are healthy, the rest of your body will be healthy. If your teeth are not healthy, then you're going to feel pain, you're going to get sick, you're going to, your, your mental capacity is going to reduce just because of your teeth. Your, your metabolism, your digestion will go weak because of your teeth. And here goes Rasulullah brushing his teeth over and over again. So many times that a sahabi said, let me try and count how many times he brushes his teeth in a day. I have nothing to do today. I'm going to follow him everywhere he goes. I'm going to count. He gave up. He's brushing his teeth too much. I can't even follow up with the count. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, brushing his teeth. So much so that there is a German company, non-Muslim company, that sells the organic toothbrush. And what do you think it is? Miswak. It's a miswak. They know that this is the truth. This is what's going to make you healthy. Subhanallah. And again, I can only take a few examples of all the different pieces of guidance that Islam has given us to be healthy and be strong. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, he encouraged us to exercise. I think Umar ibn al-Khattab is the one who transmitted it to us. That you should teach your kids archery, and horse riding and swimming. And they used to exercise. They had a place they would go to exercise. 
Exercise is good for you making wudu. Take care of cleaning yourself. Take care of exercising to so keep your muscle uh, you know, fit. And take care of your diet. If you do all of these together, if you have a full package, you will be much healthier. And it's unfortunate that modern day has taken all the nutrients out of the food. So if you get food that's not organic, you get less nutrients. That's why they have you know, the aisles in the stores for vitamin supplements. This is like a huge aisle. And they sell a lot of those. Why? Because they took the nutrients out of the, out of the food itself, so now they put it back in the form of you know, pills and gels that you have to swallow. <laughs> Subhanallah. But my point is, eat healthy. Clean up yourself. Clean your teeth. Brush your teeth. Be healthy in your hygiene. Be healthy in your diet. And be healthy in your exercise. That will keep you fit. Now, we move to the second point. If you go to the gym on a daily basis and you do those push-ups or you carry weights, you lift weights or whatever you do, your muscles are going to get stronger, for sure. The same thing goes with your intellect. The same thing goes with your intellect. The more you practice, the better you get at it. Now, when you're pushing on those weights, your muscles, your arms feel sore or you're doing push-ups, or you're running, or whatever it is. Your muscles fear, feel that soreness. How do you feel sore in your brain when you've done so much exercise that it feels sore? How does that express itself? For the muscles, it's easy to feel it. For the brain, when you're exercising your brain and you're getting sore, what does that feel like? You might be getting lazy. You might give up. You might feel confused. All these emotions, all the, no, all, not emotions, all these state of minds, or there, they're part of the training. Be steadfast. Continue. Don't give up. Because that's part of the training. Just like wudu is part of the training. Everything is part of the training for that potential that Allah has given you. And He wants to make you shine with that potential. So when it goes to, you come to a page or a surah that, man, this one is so hard. How come I memorized the last page, it was so easy and this one is getting so hard. Or this surah, or whatever it is. Remind yourself. Allah is always going to put you through struggles to make you better. You had an easy page so that Allah can make you taste how easy it could be. You had a good grade on a math test and it was very easy to study. Allah wanted to make you feel how you can make it. The next time around when it's hard, Allah wants to make you realize that you have a potential. He wants to make you better with your potential. أقول قولي أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله الذي هدانا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا أن هدانا الله. الحمد لله. Every time I look at the clock, I realize I have so such short time to finish. So I'll try to do my best to make it clear for this last portion. So if you want to be healthy in your body I think I spent too much time on that one be healthy eat healthy clean yourself up and exercise if you want to become the best that you can and have a healthy mind realize that every hardship comes to make you better don't give up be persistent stay persistent now to be healthy emotionally or to have a healthy mental state how do you do that? that has to do with the other two for sure Whenever a person has, like I said a few times already, the full picture, the full package, if you can see everything, you have a you know, wide vision, 
then you become stronger. If you only watch your health through exercising, but you eat junk, and you never wash, and you never brush your teeth, and you never clean yourself up, then you're not going to be as healthy as a person who does the full package, right? Likewise, a person who has the full view, who has the larger picture of his existence, will have a much stronger mental state, will have a very strong mind, strong determination, will have a strong will to accomplish and face any obstacles in, li in, mind, in life. What, what does it mean to have the full picture in mind? What does a person do? What does a doctor do to give a, a person who's in a mental state where they need help? What does the doctor do? They give them dunya stuff. Pills, sessions, therapy sessions, whatever it is. But we see the larger picture. Our existence is not limited to this life. A person who knows, who believes strongly in the unseen, Allah is unseen, the angels are unseen, their help is unseen. When you make dua, the angels are making dua with you. We don't see that. When you're coming to the masjid early and you make dhikr, the, the angels are with you and they look for these places where people are doing dhikr. We don't see that. A person who has that picture in mind, who keeps in mind that Allah is there, that the angels are there, that there is a day of judgment, that something's going to happen to me after I die. A person who keeps that full picture in mind, oh my God, they are able to be so strong mentally. Mentally strong means that no emotions can affect you or put you down. Things that happen to you that make you angry, that make you sad, that makes you upset, that make you depressed, that make you feel worthless, all of these, whatever happens to you, they don't phase you. That's what it means to be mentally strong. A person becomes mentally strong when they have the full picture in mind. When they know Allah is there. When they understand that every test in your life comes from Allah. When they understand that there are other forces that are affecting my situation. Forces that I don't see. Angels that I don't see. SubhanAllah, scientists have discovered that uh, animals emit... Uh, I know the French word, I don't know the English word. Maybe it's photons also in, in English. The, the light particles, particles of light. And that for all, I mean, this is not something that can be seen with the, with the eye. It can only be de detected. Animals emit light. And most animals, it's very, very little. Except one animal, which is the human being. The human being emits light from, and they've determined that there's like, you know how those magnetic fields like around the earth, there's magnetic fields, they found out that there's light coming and it kind of centers around the, the, the brain and the heart. It has these light fields that we can see, we cannot see, but we can detect them scientifically. They go from the heart to the mind. And that when a person dies, the light starts going up to the brain and starts shining even more at the moment that the person dies. All these things that we don't see, but we know they are true. The angels are made of light. We don't see them, but we know this is true. Science is starting to find out things that are of the world, of the unseen, that we had never known about. A person who knows of the unseen and understands that Allah is there, that the angels are there, and that they do impact your life. That Allah has qadr, that Allah has power and control over all things, that Allah has a master plan, that He has put a quality and a potential in you, that He sees in you, and that you can reach, and He's making you go through those tests so that you can reach that potential. A person who keeps that in mind is the strongest person, mentally speaking. The strongest person. This is what you want to reach, and how do you do that? 
He turned to Allah. This is going to be pretty much the topic, every khutbah, turning back to Allah. It sounds very simple, but all of us we forget. All of us we forget. Whenever, face, whenever hardship faces us, it takes forever to us, for us to realize. Sometimes, the next day, I realize this whole day, I was struggling so much, I didn't even go and pray to rakah. I didn't even go and ask Allah to help me. Subhanallah. But we know. We know it's there. When you turn to Allah, you're making yourself stronger. And so, this is what I wanted to convey to you in this khutbah. That just like you can be physically strong, and intellectually strong by practicing, by going through hardship and practicing, you can also, also be a complete strong human being who's physically strong, intellectually strong, and mentally strong. That you're able to face whatever struggles comes to you just by understanding Allah and the rest of the unseen. Understanding your purpose, coming, going to Allah, turning to Allah when you're in need, and remembering that you have a higher purpose in this existence, not just this life. Rabbana atina our Master, give us the best in this life and the best in the hereafter. Ameen. Oh Allah, push us to be thankful for your blessings. And remind us of the potential and the uh, mission that you have given us to be the best that we can. Ameen. Rabbil Alameen. ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in wa aqimi salah. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. 